Welcome to Serial Podcast 9. This is going poorly. Let's start the episode. All right, let's go. Okay. Hi, I'm Kevin Peterson. I'm Gerard Di Peralta. And I'm Ryan Benoit, and this is Serial Podcast 9. And I apologize for my audio in the past episodes, and I'm hoping that this episode I don't sound like complete garbage. The the easy way. We'll start from the uh, <laughs> easy questions. But also interesting. All right. Righteous Garage reached out to oh, us. Nice. Wow. Nice. Very excited. This is a good one. I like. All right. He said, just listening through the recent podcast and you, and your music analogy. So at one point I was drunk and made a music analogy. They said, you guys should take some time and have everyone name their top five favorite bands. And they wrote, ha ha. Because we all know if car guys didn't come from skateboarding slash BMX, good chance they came from local Easy. metal bands. Who wants to go first? Top five? I don't have a top five, man. I, I can't. Yeah, yeah, man. It feels like that's like a hard, a hard thing. Because I like, wanted to give you guys some... a run up to it, but I know. Take some time, and I'll just cut out the all the banter. I'll keep the banter, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's not. I don't. I don't have a top five, man. I have a playlist that I just listen to a bunch of like other stuff. I'm always searching for new music, so it's kind of like the top five right now is probably the you know five of the fifty thousand songs I listened to in the last two days. I thought <laughs> you really like, liked ABBA. I mean, of course, I like ABBA, but I mean, it's not in my top five. <laughs> That's not an of course. It's not like a given that everybody likes ABBA. Like I know, but it's you did, you once, did say top five. Like you know, but like, like you did tell me once that it was your favorite. Maybe that day it was. I don't know. Well, I mean, I love. Yeah, I mean, I was dope, man. Like, <laughs> well, then just put it in game. your top five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It makes no sense. It's the only. I don't listen to ABBA on the regular. You know what I mean? I love yeah, ABBA. I appreciate ABBA. I've listened to a ton of ABBA, but like, it's not like I'm going in my car and bumping ABBA today. Although, I mean, oh, no. there was a remix recently of an ABBA song that I was like, you know, I was like, yo, this is sick. Yeah, um, it's fine to say you like ABBA. They're a band. <laughs> a lot of the other, because here's the thing. If we're going to be very technical, you can't name a bunch of like hip hop or like R&B or like. Oh, I mean, why not? Because they're not bands. It's if it's a okay, I mean, you're, I think you're, I think you're getting lost. Okay, yeah. Like, question. Yeah. Like, I like the Beatles and I like the Monkees and I like the Rolling Stones. And any other of those like terrible artists that I hate because they're a band. Okay, like, okay, fine. Come on, <laughs> you like some forty-one and Alexis on fire. Come on, yo, yo, Me? like <laughs> is Alexis on fire? <laughs> yo, My Chemical Romance. Oof. We're all. I mean, why don't you just say like the top festival. five music or top five types of music or top five? <laughs> I don't even know. Like I can't. Use I, well, I, well, I I I thought long and hard about my top favorite bands. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, according away. according to my Spotify wrap up, I was like the point point five percent listening to Paul Wall. So I got to say Paul Wall, I guess you know. I guess I listened to so much Paul Wall. So there yeah, you go. Here, I'm great. gonna open my I'm gonna open my computer, <laughs> and I'm gonna look at. <laughs> it's not gonna tell me anything, man. Yeah, there's no SoundCloud wrap up because they're like, yo, that shit's stupid. That's why. I don't understand why you can't just say ABBA. You clearly really like ABBA. <laughs> can't admit it, bro. 
Yeah, it's no. fine. Okay, fine. Put put Abba. That's fine. <laughs> but we'll put him at Jesus. number five. <laughs> What's your favorite Abba song? Oh man, I don't know, dude. I haven't listened. Dancing. Uh, no. I Take I don't I don't rate music like that, man. Like I don't even have like a favorite song. Like, you know what I mean? And like, there's different there's different time Yo, periods in my life. Like, dude. Oh, that's a good jam, man. Jody no, got it's married. not, dude. I hate it's that totally song. not so a good jam. <laughs> I don't know why you guys just don't want to wake up the neighborhood with Brian yeah. Adams. You all got loud uh, ass that, cars. What's that and journey you don't song like, too? That, like, don't stop I, believing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No. That, well, that's just that song's better. That song's better. What? No. Uh, really? Those songs yeah. are equal. Equally bad. You know, like Brian Adams is goddamn Canadian. Okay. I mean, isn't I the lead singer Jody Filipino? Yes. Yeah. Well, Which that's is why it's kind of crazy, number right? four now. <laughs> Get that. Oh, you're we should, to- we should totally do a top ten, but like I feel I feel like a top five or top ten like this, like you need to ask us ahead of time so that we no, can I know. the same I, way that you were I like, Yeah, I thought it. about this for a long time and I have a I great answer. About it's it. just like, yeah, yeah. I did think <laughs> I was like, I should tell them, but I'm like, or is it funnier to go through this? And I didn't really know. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably also have to say Daft Punk. I like Ooh, consistently yeah, listen to a lot of Daft Punk. I would say, yeah, like that's that's the thing. Like Kevin, Kevin, like you'll go to the shop and you'll listen. You'll definitely hear like the same songs, like a lot. Like when Kevin's <laughs> playing something, if you listen to my shit, you probably won't hear the same song more than fucking two times. Like, but you know what I mean? Because it's like I have found other new songs that are like I'm like, yo, these are dope. But if I was listening to both of your playlists, whose would more likely have ABBA in it? All right, I'll stop. Definitely Gerard's, but yeah, like <laughs> you're really on this ABBA train right I now. I can't stop now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got very specific, and I was like, bands. It has to be bands, not groups, not rappers. Do, do bands make you dance? So, like, bands have to have lot, like actual instruments. Like, probably none of the music I listen to has an actual fucking instrument in it. It's all computer generated. Yo, ZZ Top. Ooh. ZZ Top. I mean, man, if you want to go to 80s, yeah, I like tons of 80s. OMD. Okay, so OMD, ABBA, shit, I like U2. Um, hey, what's your favorite U2 song? What's your favorite U2 song? Uh, I don't know, man, but it's like probably a really slow and super depressing one. I'll tell you what my favorite OMD song is, though. Souvenir. Okay. So there's that. OMDB. <laughs> who there is it? Who, who is the band? OMD. Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Oof, I don't know who that is. <laughs> they have a song called Enola Gay, and it's about the plane that dropped the bomb on, on, on in Japan. And it's like Oof. pretty funny because it's actually like a super like happy kind of like dope song. When we used to go to 80s night back at, at Shine, like religiously, like that would be my song. Like that song would come on and I'd be super stoked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tell um, me all about so your bands, Ryan. Oof, Come on, I might yeah. have forgotten. So, because now I got so worked up. You've been thinking uh, about it for a week, man. I know Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. So, just Bruce the E Street Band, then. Yeah, you're well, he's part of the band. Right? No, he's not part of the band. <laughs> uh, like they're the band. <laughs> oh yeah. And well, right. Anyway, Bruce Springsteen. I don't know. If, that's more of a New Jersey thing. That's just an American thing, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, I used to listen to a bunch of those hair bands like Platinum Blonde, like definitely Platinum Blonde. And uh, 
Def Leppard. I left and listen to some Def Leppard. Yo, Def Leppard. That's super Saskatchewan, is what that is. <laughs> That's Manitoba, dude. I lived in Manitoba, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, who did they sing? Pour some sugar on me. Yeah, I think that was Def Leppard. Yeah, yeah. When I was in university, which was still like in the two thousands, Saskatchewan still played that song in the bar. Like it was like. Not well, that's, like, dude, that's summer of '69, and that stupid yeah, goddamn exactly. Journey song. They, you know, <laughs> they just play it all the time. Everyone like screams, runs to the dance floor, and you're just sitting, sitting there looking around, like, where What's the happening? hell am I? Beastie Cause, Boys. Because because when that happens, you want to leave. Yeah, Beastie Boys are great. Is Beastie that a band? Boys. I grew up on Beastie Boys. Stop like getting after me. Hey, first record I ever had: Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I love rock and roll, and then the. It was only two songs. It was I Love Rock and Roll. Flip side was Crimson and Clover. That was like my first record ever. And I was like, I played on repeat. So yeah. That sounds like a really house. good band. See, and rock and roll is full of bands. Uh, so I only named one. Uh, the National. I like The National. Who the uh, fuck guess, is that? Isn't that like a news program? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. No, yeah. it's like. This just uh, in. Your band name sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like. Gaslight Anthem. Uh, I like. Oh, turns out I got. To, if Block Party only made one and a half albums, I'd put them on there because Silent Alarm is like one of the greatest albums ever made. Uh, Arcade Fire is really good. I really like the Arcade you're Fire. Speaking, you're speaking French over here, bud. I know. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, I got okay, another one. Depeche Mode. I listened to a ton of Depeche Mode when I was younger. Yeah. And they so, always had the best remixes because back in, back in the day, they were already an electronic band and then they would have like these crazy fucked up remixes that were like that would pound and i was like yo this is cool because it's like that was before dubstep before all the like crazy super electronic like like apex twin and all that other stuff that like was after but yeah back in the day depeche mode was pretty cool anyways you're saying something about what all these weird <laughs> arcade <laughs> firemen really you don't know arcade who do you know who are you know I can them who Arcade Fire is, yeah. All right, okay. You don't, they're great. I've seen them in concert twice. They're amazing. Duran Duran. What's their, what, how would you describe Arcade Fire? Ooh, how would you describe Arcade terrible. Fire? <laughs> well, don't be crazy. David Bowie liked them, and David oh. Bowie was the thing. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I'm just listening to way more than five here now, bro. Okay, yeah, we got you going and you can't stop. You're like, oh, I can't name five, but I can name 20. And I guess I'm going to have to say Nirvana, man, because like when I was young, Nirvana was a thing. I like, like, you know, loved it when I was, when I was, when it was new. It was like rad. And then it got super weird. I think, and then of course, Corn and Deftones. Yeah, listen to a lot of Corn were... and like Deftones, like Nine Inch yeah. Nails. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started, I know, listening, I like then that... I started listening to like Nas and uh-huh. like, Oh, Wu-Tang yeah. Clan. Yeah, Wu-Tang's good, yeah. 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 See, look. I didn't name any of the hip-hop stuff that I like, but yeah, no. Look, look we well, all... You probably, you you probably like, should, because people think you're a fucking a hick right now. <laughs> because I like indie rock? Because you like... Is that what those bands are? Like? What is it? The, yeah. the bands? The, the news the national. Or what's the, the national. <laughs> You've never even listened to the national. The national's amazing. Uh, oh, amazing. The Nashville? Ooh, the Nashville. I mean, look, I also if you, I do like I my like first old CD country was music. like was a Garth Brooks CD. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, I grew up on I grew up on country music. Yeah, you and I have this. This is one of the things I think that 
when we were editing the first Drift Gala video, we like kind of bonded over that. Where it was like, because <laughs> I said something about the traveling Wolverines. Oh, the Highwaymen. You and I talked about the Highwaymen, yeah. which like arguably, man, that's a yeah, band. Yeah, that's, and that's yeah, got to be one of the, um, yeah. yeah, objectively one of the greatest bands ever assembled. <laughs> Them and the Traveling Wilburys. Uh, but like they're not in my top five. What about George there. Clinton and the Funk Parliament? Oof, yeah. Yeah. I'm not like crazy about funk music, but I no. get it. Anyway, that no was bass, banned. no love. Anyway, bro. Milly, 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 bro. Yo. Well, that's a rain. That's a sad story. It ends. Oh, Marky Mark and the funky bunch. Yeah, Marky Mark and the funky bunch. He went oh, yeah. on to do some things, hey? <laughs> he did yeah, want to do some things. You know what's really funny, Gerard, is that you could have copped out of doing this question because the first part was if you didn't skateboard or do BMX, <laughs> which you yeah. are like crazy into BMX. Like that was yeah. your thing when you were younger. Yeah. You could have, that could have been your cop. You could have been like, oh, I don't have to answer this because like I really like BMX. I didn't really but feel instead, like that was the question though, but yeah. Yeah, but he could have, but instead he shit on the question. And, and I also did play in a band. band so. <laughs> what was your band name? Was it the a metal national? Band? Can't remember. I mean, it was definitely a. I mean, it wasn't. Okay, let's let's just get this straight. It wasn't like a band. We didn't play anywhere. We just like went to my buddy's downstairs and jammed and screamed into a microphone and played like yeah, really heavy, crazy music as loud as we possibly could. Sounds and then like I got you in a metal band. You were in a metal <laughs> pretty, band. Pretty much. You BMX and we're in a metal and we're band. in a metal band. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Shit. And then DJ. Oh, yeah. Did you sing? I mean, you can call it singing. I don't know. It wasn't singing. That's for that for sure. But it was screaming. Oh, I mean, we were like, we were like 15, 16. So like everything was just like, Thanks. fuck this. And yeah, like I hate <laughs> this. And yeah, I don't even know what we listened to back then, man. Uh, Elvis? No, no, no. It's crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy German band. Hold on. Oh, the one that's saying 99 lift balloons. There was crazy music back then, man. Pungent stench, uh, skinny poppy. Uh, I like how you made fun of the national and these. I'm supposed to be like in awe of these names. All right. No, you shouldn't be. I mean, these are just weird. Yo, crazy, mouse like... rat. <laughs> Solid. Mouse rat. I think why I why I liked this question though is because it was like. A lot of people feel like there's a few ways to to get to cars or drifting. You know, it's like mm-hmm. either you BMX or skateboarded, or you did this. And I, that's not my story. I don't listen to metal music, and I didn't BMX or skateboard. But when I was 12, I fell in love with import cars, and that's that's been that. So like I, that's why I like the question is because it's like also Gerard's answers probably don't meet a lot of the like typical answers that you would hear from a from a car guy. So I kind of like when you get to not adhere to stereotypes. That's why I enjoyed that question. But yeah, we can keep you just didn't, you, didn't have any, you weren't into any extreme sports. I played rugby in uh, high school for a bit, but that's not an extreme sport, you know, like and I just Kevin like, was in. It feels like that just leads to drinking. When here we are. <laughs> and Kevin was into. Uh... Uh, I used to rollerblade. Hmm. like quite a lot definitely like lived at the skate park for a good 10 years of my yeah. life yeah yeah rollerblading yeah that's fun mm-hmm. um and I it, yeah. do you guys call it rollerblading or 
in like I'm in, in line, trees I mean, or something I like don't that. Know. Like back then, I probably like didn't want to call it rollerblading or something. Yeah, that's like, kind of what I meant. I was wondering yeah. what you did call it. Yeah, not fruit booting though, right? I mean, I would call it fruit booting. I had like a shirt that said "I'm a fruit booter" because I just was like, like if you're just gonna like think that like calling me a fruit booter is gonna like make me cry or something, like. <laughs> Like it's you definitely, haven't met that's Kevin. Definitely, yeah, exactly. That's definitely not gonna work. Like I'm just gonna straight up do it for you, and then like you're not gonna have anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't do. I, I don't. I went to fine arts school. I don't know. I wasn't like I was. I, I don't. You know, I don't think there's any like prerequisite to getting into cars, like yeah. other than like getting a car. Mm-hmm. You know, like. That being I, feel like said, drifting, I, I feel like drifting though is a genre that usually comes from those things whereas yeah, like n- you yeah, know, no, I racing guess that too. is not and certainly not autocross i don't know autocross if that's is... like it feels like that just I, I know what you mean and like i do totally see all the parallels of like why they all align together um mm-hmm. i just wonder if it's, it's just like people from like our like age or like generation if you will they're just like they're just not into the 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 such a structured like way of having fun that is like I mean I disagree or like there are definitely people in our like friend groups or people that we associate with that don't drift and are mainly into circuit racing and or autocrossing and but they're on, to be I, honest I mean, most of the, those guys that I know were never into BMXing or skating either yeah, I mean, I, I would I would think that if you went to a drift event, you're going to see a lot more people that are into BMX than if you went to, like, a road race event. There's going to be way yeah. more, like, accountants. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I mean. It's, it's more like, like a white-collar, like, motorsport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus, like you said, man, the rules and the, you know, like, the classes and the, I, no, not for me. Yeah, yeah. Like I just want to build a sick car and go shred. Like that's like the most, you know what I mean? That's like basically like you're going to a skate park, but with your car and like your friends. That's I think yeah. that's really why drifting is so popular in that realm or whatever. Yeah. And it's like freestyle, you know, just like you you can come at it from any different approach and still be doing the same thing as all these other people. Yeah. Whereas like exactly. Like if you're like, oh hey, like I'm gonna get a Citron CT like two CV and like put like a Jay Z in it and do all this other <laughs> stuff, it's like, well now you're racing against like a Bugatti or like what you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. It's exactly. like, well, I just wanted to do something interesting, like and like go out yeah. and do drive with nope. other people who are Beyond doing something interesting. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I get it. It's all about the driving in those in those in those uh, you know that type of racing, like spec racing and stuff, and like oh, it's so heated and, you know, it comes down to, like, the tents of the second. And I just, like, have no interest because the cars are so fucking lame. Like, like, like as, you know, to progress as a driver, I fully understand that that's, like, cool. I just have zero interest in those type of cars. It's like a Mazda spec racing. No. I feel like I feel like those people fully are, care much more about the driving than the car or the building because, like, that's the I mean, least amount no of build. Really. That's that. Well, I mean, there's a, yeah. there's a small build. Like you got to put the cage in and the seat and the safety devices and the battery kill. And, you know, you're going to get your tires and you're get, you know going to strip it mm-hmm. or whatever. Like there's a, very, you know, there is a build, but it's mm-hmm. not like a ever constant and like changing ridiculous build that like we're so accustomed to. 
yeah you can't take like car a and engine b and like suspension mm -hmm. c and like some stupid wheels off a vip car and put it together and be like yeah that's fucking cool let's go yeah. drive let's go drift it now or let's go race it now right yeah. well that sounds like what you're talking about because it's more by the book when you have built that car right there's probably like a literal yeah. book that you have to follow it is a literal book. Yeah. It's yeah. A rule book. Yeah. yeah. And then we, I guess we don't have that. And well, there is aspects of drifting that have that, but uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's why I mean, I think that's what made grassroots pop so popular is because yeah, like in, in, you know, like upper level drifting, there are rules and, you know, there's like tire classes and weight classes and, you know, whatever it may be, there are still rules, how, how loose or how, yeah uh, open they are but like in grassroots it's like they're literally are probably two rules and it's like that's just safety stuff man like mm -hmm. does your car stop yes does it have some sort of like fire extinguisher yes okay you're good like is the battery tied down yeah like, <laughs> maybe do you, do you have all the lug nuts that your vehicle was supposed to come with yeah exactly like yes also like, maybe common, common yeah. sense building right? um all right but yeah, yeah honestly that's it like when well, you're when you're at that grassroots level too it's like to make the jump to the to the, uh, the next level of is, is so crazy it's all of a sudden like you need you need a certified seat and a certified mm -hmm. harness and a roll cage mm -hmm. and you need suit, the fire the fire suit fire, and this and the boots fire suppression you, you need a fire suppression your helmet needs to be legal like you know that's an entire car build almost in just safety yeah, equipment it's extremely expensive so like that i think has like led to like the grassroots continuing like people that was the only choice for a while and now people have come back to be like no i just want to build a car to have fun and like and when you can just build a car to have fun like you can build anything i mean one of the things about grassroots too is like there's a the people that couldn't do it or like you know, there's the half-assed people, right? Like, yeah, you can, like, for us, like, we think of a building more like, yo, like, it has to look sick and it has to do this. There are people in grassroots and, like, same type of, like, thing where they're just like, yeah, I'm just going to go take this, like, super shitty BMW and, like, yank all the windows and interior and shit out of it and, like, not even lower it and just, like, go drifting. And, like, I guess, theoretically, that's still acceptable, too, because it's, like, no rules, you know what I mean? But, like, I guess realistically, we actually have rules, but like they're just our own. They're unspoken <laughs> rules. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe I think we were there. We were there at one point, you know, like, I, you know, I drifted a Corolla with completely stock suspension. Like, in at the end of the day, that suspension, like the top hat literally ripped out and the strut flared around, like it rolled my front fender and completely destroyed the car, basically. But, um, you know, like I didn't start out driving a sick car. Like I got, I got there eventually, but, but yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, my first Crescent, <laughs> I had different colored fenders and like, like, like raw rear fenders and they had sick wheels though. That's like a requirement <laughs> for me. <laughs> I don't think I ever once drifted it on any sort of stock wheel. <clears throat> All right. All right. This can bring us to our next question because we started talking about uh, drifting at the track and starting yeah. out. All right. So, Sudoku Slayer, that's a fun oh, name. That's a crazy name. Yeah. 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 Said, Hey, Ryan. Uh, well, he wished us a happy new year, which is nice. So, from Toronto, 
I have a question that uh, I'd like to ask the podcast. If you guys had 10 plus K, now hang on, we've kind of answered this a little bit before, but enough time has passed. I think it's fun to come back to it. Uh, so if you guys had 10 K plus and were to consider to getting into drifting, like I am right now, what would you do? A, buy an IS300 manual slash auto and 1J swap it. B, buy a decent beat up 86 BRZ. He said, and then I, I heard that you guys might be making parts for the ZN6. Yeah, that's that uh, car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And would like to hear your opinions on that suggestion. And uh, and bias considering everything from practical and seat time. Uh, beyond them, G35s, 350Zs, 370Zs don't tickle his fancy. So what we'd let's uh, first, because it's been a while since we've asked this question, and I feel like the landscape has actually changed quite a bit since we answered this. So if you had a little over 10K to buy a drift car, what would you buy? I mean, I don't really know that you're going to get a BRZ for a little over 10K. I, I feel that they're still hovering like right there. And then if you're, if all you get is a stock BRZ, like, I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't have a lot of experience with the BRZ. So that could be one of those cars that is very fun and teaches you how to drive and, and that sort of thing. But it's not super exciting for other people to to watch or be a part of if you will but that's maybe not really what you're out there for you're just trying to learn i'd honestly say yeah maybe then the brz like because also like a manual jay-z swap well i mean the is unless you're just if you're just going to buy a 2j manual is and, and go at it i would say you're better off with that with the is yeah, with a manual 2J uh, uh, NAIS, just like. Hmm. What would you buy if I, I, gave, I, feel you like, a, if I, mean, I, I gave you 10K? <laughs> what would you buy? I buy the BRZ because I already have the IS. <laughs> yeah. But then you would never drift it, I feel like. You would be like, oh, I'll drift the Crown or the Alteza. Or... If you didn't uh, yeah. have any of those cars, what would you buy if you were starting from scratch and I gave you 10K? I just feel like if you're if you get the the like NA2J manual IS, you have more more growing room, you know. But I mean, yeah, you can make anything crazy if you want. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I don't have enough driving FRS experience, so. Right. Between those two cars or between? No, well, I want to know one. You can say between those two cars, but then I also want to know what you would buy if you had the option. Like, if... Y'all already know what I'd buy. Come on. I don't even need to say it. <laughs> say it one more time. Whisper it into the microphone. G35. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, if you can get a 350Z, I think you can get a 350Z for under 10K for sure. I heard <laughs> prices of 350Zs are going up now. I mean, everything's going up. Everything's going yeah. up, man. To the moon. I mean, yeah. even Gs are expensive right now. Like, we were looking for a G for, for Danny, and like, I couldn't find anything under 5K, let alone a six-speed for four grand or 35 that they used to be. Yeah, yeah. Maybe those bottomed out and they're they're going up. But here, locally, locally here, you can get a G37 uh, sedan. For, 
or at least a 35 HR sedan for under 10 K. Is that what Would you would you get? I mean, if I could get that, that's what I'd get. Yeah. I'd get a six speed sedan with the, with the 35, like the late model. So mm-hmm. I'd have a 35 HR motor, which would be, yeah, those are good. Or I'd just get a basic ass G35, like 06, 07, you know, 0506 or whatever, like the higher horsepower one. And then spend the rest of the money on mods. Yeah. <clears throat> now, if you had to choose between the ones that uh, he gave us, what would you choose? Uh, I think I'd probably choose the IS because a it's a Toyota. <laughs> I know that the BRZ or whatever the the FRS is still supposed to be a Toyota, but I mean that's I feel like when Toyota kind of like started doing all this weird it's more of a Toyota shit, than a, it's more of a Toyota than the Supra, the IS, bro. Oh, why? Because that Lexus. Yeah, bro. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like when Toyota started doing all this weird collaboration shit, it's like, it's like really like you want you want me to believe this is a Toyota and it's got some like boxer engine? No thanks. Like, yeah, I might just be like a snob to the to the ZN chassis. I'm sure it's great to drive, but like, what does it have? Like 160 horsepower, and like, I guess you can turbo it. They kind of look pretty cool when they're done up. I mean. I'm not a huge fan of the IS chassis slash whatever, but like, I feel like you would get one cheaper and have more money to like make it decent. And I mean, it makes 200 horse. I think if you got it and like do all that stuff, 200 horse isn't bad. Plus you can turbo the existing engine that came in there and it's like pretty decent. But yeah, I don't know, man. Honestly, between those two cars, it's a tough decision. I bet you the, the, the FRS is an infinitely better handling chassis to start with. And potentially infinitely better, you know, once modded. Um, I just can't really get down the boxer engine. Yeah. All right. Oh. Sounds like we're on the uh, same page. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, go on. Sorry. I no, no, no. I'm over it. No, and also, I don't like, I'm not really, it. I'm not really into coops and stuff. It's like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it's that same thing. Like, you spend, I don't know, let's call it $7,000. $7,000 gets you. You looks what looks like half a car in two fucking seats. Whereas if you spend seven thousand dollars on the IS, you get like three quarters of a car and and four doors and five <laughs> seats. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So. Um, I if I had no other cars, and I was coming at this from my perspective, what I would buy for that? Oh, it's such a dumb answer, but it's fine. Uh, I would buy. The IS two hundred and fifty with the manual transmission in it. Those yeah. are are those in the price range? Yeah, I saw one listed for ten k on Facebook Marketplace. I feel like, I was like I feel like a while back when I was selling the Aristo that like they were like I found them for like six seven. Yeah. But I'm sure I'm sure those are gone these days. I mean, it doesn't have a great amount of power, and it probably wouldn't drift that much. But I don't drift that much, and then like I'd want to like the car that I have, and I that would be my pick yeah. uh but the g37 crossed my mind because spending too much time with gerard uh and that, oh see i didn't even go yeah i mean honestly either. like when, when when we started talking about those two choices quote unquote i was just like i wouldn't buy either of those i'd buy bmw because like i think the bmw in a driftable form is probably still cheaper than a, than a g because you could probably buy an e46 you know, with like a two, like with one of those inline six engines for probably three or four grand versus the G, which would be like 
five to eight grand or whatever right so i don't know yeah yeah but the heart wants what the heart wants you know uh, <laughs> like that's the thing is on paper all of those things make sense but it's like if you don't feel any which way about it you don't want to buy it and then put money into it unless you just want to drift and then i get it i guess but uh between those two cars the is and the the frs brs or, or brz or whatever i would i would maybe take the brz but that's that's me i don't have any really good reason for it other than it's it's newer and i haven't driven a newer car before. yeah it's definitely a lot newer yeah yeah, and, yeah i mean that's a huge advantage too right yeah uh and it seems like a pretty capable car ish out of the box <laughs> it's probably not a lot of fun for everyone else out there but you'd probably learn a decent amount there's a lot of aftermarket support for it uh and i feel like to get an is 300 you may or may not like if you're not kevin or gerard you may or be like you may be like biting off a lot with that card to be like modding it to make it be like competitive i don't know whereas like out of the box i mean it feels like it feels like this day any to be competitive any car has to have everything done like yeah yeah i i don't even mean competitive i guess i just mean like yeah fun ish fun ish yeah 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 like I mean, the like the suspension on the BRZ is is newer, more modern. It's designed to be more sporting, and it's not worn out by twenty years. So it probably yeah yeah you, know, you probably need to do less to it, yes, than this Lexus sedan that's thirty years old. But if you're like Kevin and you drove a G thirty five and it didn't tickle do your it for fancy, you, yeah, it didn't tickle your fancy, then like. Yeah, you you get the car that like excite. I could never imagine buying a car that I wouldn't want to put money into. You know, like that would be a very weird feeling. Yeah, and I think to like there's that thing where it's like if I bought a BMW, I'd probably just look at it a lot and be like, yeah, whatever. Like I don't, I don't know if I need to do a lot to this. So here's because it doesn't like excite me. Here's a perfect example. G35, it's a coupe, 2004, 7,500 bucks. It's a track pack, so it has Brembo's factory LSD, six-speed, some coilovers, plenum spacer, intake, tuned on Oprev, 280 at the wheels, 7,500 bucks. Like, that's a that's a car. That's like a fully capable car for like much less than 10K. It's got exhaust as a aftermarket clutch like Nismo lip, like that, it's pretty, pretty cool car. Yeah. I'd probably take that. Yeah. The coupes are cheaper. I find, and they're easier to find in six speed. Like that's a good ass price, man. 7,500 bucks. Yo, is that Snap that it up. No, is it's that Kevin Casusi's car. It's blue. Uh, yeah. It has like factory, like 19s or whatever those are, or are those 18s. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a rebuild title. You know, it's got like lights on, you know, the clear coats peeling. I mean, I mean, if you're just trying to like drift though, yeah. Yeah. And also it's 7,500. So, I mean, like for the rest of your money, you can buy a car. angle kit for 400 bucks and fix the paint or wrap it or who cares. 
I feel like between those two cars, like like out of the box, you have this one, you have the BRZ, and you have the IS. That's definitely the most capable. And I feel like balance-wise, the BRZ or whatever is obviously better than the IS. But I feel like, I don't know, man. The IS is just cooler. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree the IS is cooler. But then I would want the Alteza before the IS, I think. I don't know. Really? Yeah. You ever driven? So. You ever driven an Alteza, bro? No. We've been best thing about the now. Alteza is the weight. Like the best thing about the Alteza is the fact that it's an Alteza. It weighs like under three thousand pounds yeah. versus the IS, which weighs well over three thousand pounds. Doesn't the beams and the two J make the two J NA and the beams make like pretty much the same amount of horsepower? Yeah, but like vastly more torque and usable power. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they're not even that. The beams isn't that much lighter. Surprisingly. Oh, really? Because it's a cast iron block. Yeah. Yeah, it's cast iron block. That's why it's not. So it's, it's no SR, bro. No, and mm. it, yeah, it's it's underwhelming in that car. Oh, really? Yeah, for sure. It's like literally just enough, you know, or like just just under just enough, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I've never driven an NA2J either, so I don't know. You know? Guy, he doesn't know. He's just got a big old Aristo, and that's what he thinks about. I was just going to say I've driven two NA2Js. Two with, the like, the stock. Is it W58? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then one yeah, with, the C, with the CD. And uh, it's, yeah. like, it's better with the CD, but it's, mm-hmm. it, and it's with the CD, I would say it's better than the Alteza. And with the W58, it feels comparable. Because, mm-hmm. like, I like the 6-speed J160. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a small, light transmission that, like, works, works with that motor. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that question's right. done. Yeah. Well, we beat, <laughs> yeah, we you beat, did we, it. We have beaten that one. Yeah, you did it. You advanced to the next level. How exciting. <laughs> uh, Level up. All right. right. What do we got? Okay. Uh, Ant, A-N-T, sent us a question. Said, hey, Ryan, I got a question for the podcast for all of you that I think would really help me out a lot. Uh, I like that we've become like one of those like where you write in kind of like self-help <laughs> things, which is really great. Yeah, like I'm that. down with that. I like that yeah. too. <laughs> Sex with uh, Sue or whatever it's called. <laughs> well, I was one? like thinking of like, uh, what is it? Like Dear Abby or whatever. What the hell yeah. Is it yeah. But Gerard <laughs> wants to give sex advice. No, so. don't you remember that old lady like showing up? Yeah, yeah. yeah Sue fucking... Johansson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sex with Sue. But it was anyway. a Sunday night sex show. Anyway, okay, okay. Here we go. So basically, I'm boosting. <laughs> so basically, I'm boosting my JZS147 and learning to tune standalone with the car once I finally get it running. And I'm planning on pursuing tuning high power motors like two Js as my career. To keep it short, the question is: What are some things you learned along the way, or rather, tips or advice as to turning your passion into occupation, or someone starting out trying to make money? in such a niche and specific part of the automotive performance world, even how you grew in the company and in the car scene, did everyone welcome you with open arms at first, or did you have to prove yourself 
to a degree. Even Ryan, how you turned media into a job, which I did not, and the transition from taking pictures for free to making money, I had no which you let you know when, which I don't let you know when I do that. Uh, and then I would love to hear all of your thoughts doing it for so long. Not an old joke, but maybe a little. Thanks. <laughs> so uh, I there's so a lot of I question there. There yeah, is. I guess uh I think to boil it down, maybe the question is uh is there How to we turn kind your of said, yeah, which is like that's a whole episode, and I feel like we've kind of talked about like wasn't that the last yeah, episode? Yeah, that was that. <laughs> and that's fine. So how do you turn your path? But I think the more important one of the interesting parts of the question. Uh to, do, do people to give, give you shit? Yeah. And hang on, before we do that, to turn your passion into an occupation, I think one of the things I'll just Cole's note the episode, which uh was Kevin and Gerard went through a ton of shit before they got to where they are like they they had to slug it out for years and it's one of those things where it's like a big it feels like a big sacrifice is that fair to say you guys yeah like it wasn't it wasn't an easy road to pursue what you wanted to do uh so you had to be persistent and stick to it now when you started out did you catch some shit i would say yeah I mean, there's always going to be people who don't like what you're doing. Maybe they do like what you're doing, but don't like how you're doing it. Maybe they like what you're doing and how you're doing it, but they just don't like you. Or for some reason, you've said something or done something and they have taken it against themselves and now they have a vendetta against you. And no matter what you do or say in the future, it's never going to change their opinion of, of you and yeah. you know you just gotta you just you just gotta live with it or not care or you, like you know like yeah and i would i would say to to someone that was young and starting out as well like yeah like if if that's what you want to do then you just have to try and learn every single thing you can about that and but also that doesn't mean that you know everything you know i was gonna like, say that that's the part i was gonna say yeah. yeah um there's always yeah, somebody like, smarter than you yeah and and a huge you know and if you can admit that or realize that then you're gonna learn a lot more if you can be like wow like if i just shut up and like listen to what this person is saying i might learn something if you can recognize that like when you should be doing that like that will that will help you because there's a I mean, lot also- of times I was, there's a lot of times where someone like could be you know trying to impart some wisdom on you and you you're just waiting for your opportunity to to talk back to them to prove how much you know to them and you're you're not learning you know listen to you eh like, okay, he's knowledge. got it I, I was know. gonna say and then sometimes there can be a person that just doesn't like you and then they message yeah per, pretty standard stuff it's just like really hard to kind of like maybe whatever just do your best surround yourself with people that like know way more than you, which honestly, I probably should have done many, many times over, but I always thought I was the smartest motherfucker in the room. So like, that's the hugest mistake <laughs> ever. So, so yeah, just basically hang out with like dudes that already do that hang out with dudes that are successful and yeah, just be humble and learn. That's it. I mean, I don't know. And listen to yeah. the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, no, I, I agree. I think being humble is a big part of that. Try to be nice. Uh, know your value at some point. That's something that's important Ooh, to know. That was, yeah, that was going to be one of my points as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know your value. Yeah, because yeah, eventually, I think a lot of people who, when they first start out, um, they'll just, just undercut. Just do shit for free. Oh, yeah. Exactly. They'll undercut themselves a lot or do shit for free because they don't, they don't think they're, they're worth it or, you know. Or they're but like, oh, also, I, I can't, I can't charge that because I'm, I'm only this person. I'm not a professional, you know. And it's like, well, the person's coming to you to get the work done. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, don't start out and think that you're like worth a ton either, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's a, it, that's I, the the balance, right? I've oh, seen people pick up cameras and be like, hey, I do like photo shoots for X amount of dollars, and it's like your photos yeah, at me, this bro. point. Aren't worth that price. What does ISO mean? Eight hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> um, the other thing I was gonna say, I mean, it's it's twenty twenty two, man. YouTube, YouTube the shit out of anything. Like, yeah, you could literally YouTube how to get rich. You could literally YouTube how to tune a car. You could YouTube how to network your business. You could, I mean, anything, man. Google, YouTube. This is the part of the podcast where Gerard gets people to turn it off and go to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need this podcast. I'll just YouTube it. Uh, well, they're listening on YouTube, bro. Or Spotify. Yeah, exactly. They're, yeah. Well, they're one of or the hundred. Apple, I've, one yeah. of the hundred and fifty people who are listening on YouTube. Oh, good. Or <laughs> Apple Music or okay. SoundCloud. All right, but yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I know I had, I didn't really talk about it, but oh, um, okay. yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna know my value. But you don't make any money with your photos, bro. So. <laughs> Yeah, but when uh, Ooh, when Dota Logic started purple. out, yeah, I, I get paid in steering wheels, which is fine by me. I can live with that. Um, when we started Dota Logic, I, it was really interesting. People where I'm from, Regina, Saskatchewan, there was a lot of people that were that hated it and like like talked shit. Uh, and I I found there was a thing. It was like as soon as you draw a line in the sand, and because we were we kind of like drew a line in the sand and then we're doing photos and right making media. And we had relatively cool cars of the time. Uh, people did, it was like a lot of egos got involved and people kind of had that mindset of like, what gives you the right to be the ones to say that or to do this. And it was like a huge, it wasn't a huge uphill battle, but it was a pretty big uphill battle to win people over. And then when we started doing like car meets is when, people started like more or less, not more or less, but they, they really bought into it. They're like, Oh yeah, I see the value in it. Cause you're giving me something like I benefit from this now. Um, and then, you know, we would had fairly popular cars on the website from around North America and that kind of won people over. And I always felt I had this like uh, theory where it was uh, people don't care about what you're doing unless you're in their backyard or cooler than them. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, if I was doing something for someone, then they cared because I was like in their realm. Or if I was doing something cooler than they were doing, then they cared. But yeah, I think starting out, I think the, the, the point of this is when you start out the nature of the car scene, much like what Kevin said, people are going to be mad. Someone's going to think that they can do it better or different they're going to have opinions on how it should be done. And I think there's some value in like sometimes listening to people's criticisms, but 
there's probably also a skill set that you'll build up over time to like understand not everybody's criticisms are always valid, but you're going to have to like kind of figure out who to listen to and who not to listen to, which definitely speaks to Gerard's point, which is maybe make sure you're not always the smartest person in the room because then you're going to learn more. Good. Also, he's got a 147, which I think is really cool. So yeah, no, that, that is really like that is sweet. It did. It does sound like it's a GS, and he's trying to turbo turbo it. Sent, yeah, he sent me a photo, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I like those cars. They're cool. I really uh, like those cars too. Yeah, I that was what I originally wanted, uh, like a manual 2JN, but not anymore. <laughs> that, that sail, that ship has sailed. Um, all right. Oh, I was gonna man. say I also like those cars because I actually had, had an Aristo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Single turbo Aristo one forty seven. Pretty we sick about it on a podcast. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was Amps. So thanks for that question. All right, we'll do this one. This one will be funny. So our friend uh, Rare Spec Wheels wrote in oh, for the first yeah. time with a question. And he said, you can ask G, Kev, and then I can answer myself. So he gave me an order. I go last. So that's fun. Uh, this is more of an, of an individual opinion thing. <laughs> I'm very excited. Wheels? To, no, I'm very excited to see how you guys will react to this question. Okay. At what ahead. point does the cost of fuel become unbearable to continue with your current lifestyle, drifting or spirited driving? and makes you switch to a more efficient option, hybrid or even electric. Current average price is $1.69 a liter. I don't know what that turns... Oh, oh, fuck, he wrote it for me in that's gallons it. as well. That's six forty per U.S. gallon. Man, I love that's that. if you drive a peasant car, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is... So he wants to know... Uh, and he said I could reword the question, but I'm not going to because I, I, I like that. So what is... <laughs> is there a point? What's the point that makes you rethink uh the car that you have the lifestyle that you keep with the cars that you well, have. price of fuel if we didn't have serial nine we certainly wouldn't be driving these cars i'll tie that right now <laughs> like i sh- we're sure as fuck wouldn't be driving a qx56 that gets 11 miles per gallon that's for sure wouldn't you though like when you have a hundred twenty thousand dollar a year job and it wouldn't really matter and like you could uh, i mean you could, you'd have the money to do whatever you want you know if, yeah, I mean, you do. You do right. That was point. that was last year. That was last week's question. <laughs> Would you rather kind of struggle and be able to do what you love every day, or have the money to do what you love but not have the time to do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it. But there's that. I mean, I, I'm point. honestly like I okay. Like, well, I, I, like uh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah, I want you to go. You. I, I was that. just gonna say like I feel like both of us have been the type that it's just like. I don't know, like whatever the gas is, the price is, it is. It's like, you know, like we we talked about this. We're not gonna like wait wait two hours to get gas at twenty cents cheaper. Like, yeah, like, I'm not you know, it's, it's like for whatever the whatever minutes. the price the gas is when I need the gas is the price that the gas is, and that's what I you know, I gotta pay for it. <laughs> you know, it's like almost like it's like I'm, when you gotta it's like when you gotta exchange money and you're like they're like all right, is this is this rate good enough? And you're like, well it sort of is what it is and I need to exchange the money. So sure. <laughs> you know, um, I was just going to say on the way back from final bout, I was at the airport and I wanted to get June a present. Have I ever told you this story? Yeah. You got her the hat. 
Yeah, and the lady, so I was trying to buy are her you, like you cups sure hat. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, I'll buy it. And she like tells me the price and then is like, are you sure you want, like you're okay with that price? I'm like, can you give it to me for cheaper? And she's like, no. I'm like, why are we having this <laughs> like this conversation? I brought it to the yeah. till. I'm dumb. I need to buy it. Like, let's just get it over with. But yeah, <laughs> you can't um, I feel like Kevin, what Kevin said is sort of right. Although, uh, yeah, I do think you're, you're basically right. Like, you know, gas is gas and we need gas to do these things, but I am definitely way more cognizant slash like, like I feel shitty about it. Then I think Kevin is like, I, I definitely, I'm always like, yo, like this, this vehicle gets better fuel economy. And like, even in my, my Jay-Z, I like want to tune it to get the best fuel economy and all this other crap. And I'm always watching the, you know, the fuel economy. And I, I know the mileage I get per tank all the time and stuff like that, whether I like, whether it matters or not. I mean, for me, it's kind of like, well, is the engine tuned properly? Is there something wrong with it? But like, as long as I'm getting the maximum fuel economy that I possibly can in the vehicle that I actually like to drive, then that's cool. But yeah, I don't like the price of gas, but like, I mean, the price about it. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, the amount we've spent on gas in the last three years, has been like very consistent. It hasn't really gone up. So I don't, I don't really know what that means. Like, yeah. I, I mean, you know, um, I, yeah, I feel like I don't drive as much as you. So like maybe that's yeah, why you, you feel so conscious yeah. about yeah, fuel also, economy. also the QX has to be worse on fuel than any of Kevin's cars. Yeah, no? absolutely. Like, yeah, I would, sure. I would, I mean, I would assume so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also it, Kevin drove an Echo for a very <laughs> long time, like as a daily. Well, I mean, so. like when I had a, yeah, when I was commuting 50K a day to, from Vancouver to Langley and I had a Cressida and I was like the only one in my Cressida every day, I was like, yo, I feel like, I feel like a bit of a piece of shit. So I bought this deep. And the Esteem was like my economy car, which doubled the fuel economy of the Cressida. And it was like, you know, a pretty cool car. That's kind of why, like, yeah, when I'm moving to my new place, I got like a pretty savage commute. I was like, well, shit, I'm going to buy like a Suzuki Swift or something. Because obviously, main reason is because I think they're sick and I want another car. But B is like, it probably uses half the fuel of my Jay-Z. I had a moment like a week and a half ago where I was driving the forerunner and I was just like, <laughs> I'm sure sitting there like guzzling gas in your auto V6 forerunner. You're not yeah. really having a no, great no. time. Exactly. Though, yeah. No, I mean, that's yeah. the thing with the Pajero. Like when I had the Pajero, like I loved that vehicle. It was great, but like it was pretty bad on fuel and it wasn't like an exciting power plant. So like it was a big factor into the reason why I got rid of it. Cause I wanted, I wanted that truck for so long. And then I was like, yeah, I'll try a gas one because like it was, you know, direct injection is supposed to be good on fuel. It made adequate power and all that stuff, but it was just like not fun to drive and it used a ton of fuel. So I was like, kind of fuck you. And then when I got the QX, it uses even more fuel, but it's like five times funner to drive. So I guess it makes it worth it. It's miles per yeah. gallon. Yeah, it's more fun. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um my my brother listens to this podcast, so he may may or may not like this because I think he's driving it right now. But when my dad visited, my dad has a, a Prius that he doesn't drive anymore. And he was kind of like appalled with how much I was spending on gas. He was just kind of like, oh, you're like, your dad was? More. Yeah, he's like, there's like a Prius sitting in Saskatchewan that you can just like waiting for you to come get it, essentially. 
and I yeah. was driving the other day and I was like, what am I doing? Like, I don't off-road, like I, I like the forerunner, but yeah, it's not an exciting vehicle. And I like kind of pitched the idea. I was like, maybe we should get the Prius. And then Jody got a little bit peeved for some reason. I didn't really understand why, but yeah, I was like, so I, I feel like I get closer and closer all the time to the, to the forerunner being like, maybe this isn't the vehicle that I need right now. Like that, maybe that isn't <laughs> like for the amount of driving that I do to all these different places around like the lower mainland, it doesn't, doesn't really make sense to be putting, you know, like, you know, yeah, oh, I put a half a not making use of the abilities and of also the that you have. Yeah. Also, Forerunner is not like terribly spacious, like compared to like other SUVs of, you know, that would be more fuel efficient. Like I swear you could probably fit the same amount of shit in a RAV4 and have twice the fuel economy. Yeah. Yeah. But then I got to drive a RAV4. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> no, I, yeah. I uh, I feel like that was I've I've gotten closer and closer to it, and it's not because of the price of fuel. It's the just the fuel economy of the car doesn't, you know. And like if I get rid of that, I still have the Aristo uh, that I drive for fun, so it's not the worst thing. But yeah, I don't know. And I don't know what the what the point is. I don't know what the breaking point is, but I feel like I'm getting very close to saying um, dice. The the Prius is the Prius is chill. Could be chill. Yeah. I guess yeah. My point would be like I have enough money to buy the electric vehicle or hybrid vehicle that I want that would give me the same excitement and enjoyment out of driving, <clears throat> then I would switch. But like like Rivian. a Tesla Model 3 versus my Blit, no thank you. You know what I mean? But like I don't know. I don't know much other, many other cars, but also like, yeah, there's a huge price. Like, yeah. When does, when does the switch happen? When $50,000 is not a big deal. You know what I mean? Where like, you're, spe- where you're spending how much, like how much would you have to spend on gas a year though? Yeah. Cause like, and how many, yeah. like, uh, so what, the- what, what happens when you're spending $10,000 on gas a year yourself, <laughs> then does the $50,000 car justify itself? Yeah. You well, that's the up, huge you know? that's the huge argument in Australia for the Y sixty two Patrol, which is basically my truck versus the Land Cruiser diesel. They're like, yeah, like the Land Cruiser diesel is a great vehicle, but it's like thirty thousand dollars more than the Patrol, and the Patrol is faster, tows more, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and they're like, yeah, but it's terrible on fuel. But like, you have a thirty thousand dollar difference before you know what i mean worth of fuel to make up Mm -hmm. that difference of the more fuel efficient land cruiser so it's like it's a pretty yeah there's there's always that debate too right i mean it's also tough because forerunner prices but like also gas right now is dollars a gallon in sydney (laughs) yeah but how much is diesel yeah i I don't know and they did fuel economy tests and like yeah just because it's diesel like it's actually not that much more fuel efficient yeah because now the diesels are like are super regulated to be environmentally efficient enough. Yeah. That's they're just dirty. They're fucking, you know. Yeah. And they're loud and they're smelly, whatever, right? Like there's there are a lot of whatever differences besides the fact that one's more fuel efficient than the other one. But yeah, I mean that's our answer. So what yeah. is the exact yeah. we don't have one until it's I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a available. formula, you know? Everything's a formula. Like how many cars do you want? Like 
I want as many cars as my landlord will let me have, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's not, it's not a number, it's a formula, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I want that Rivian or whatever. Like, I, I might replace my Riv, my QX with a Rivian, but, like, until something else comes along that seats seven people, you know, goes zero to 60 in six seconds or less and can off-road, probably not going to replace my truck with anything. Yeah. I'm going to sit there and pump a bunch of premium fuel into it and and, and drive around. Put a um, tune on the, it, put some headers on it. Yeah, exactly. And lettery. Miles per gallon. Com- complain yeah, about let- the, the drop in miles per gallon I get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, put some, put some 35s on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the problem Shit, with the, the 37s. Ad, the problem with the, like, the price of fuel is that we watch it go up and down and then up and up and up and then down. Like, it's such like a gradual thing that, you know, it's that analogy of being like, you're in a, the the lobster or whatever and like the pot of like cold water that boils or the frog or whatever so it like stays in the pot while it's boiling have you ever heard no. that analogy no yeah i mean i can infer yeah, I, that yeah. Like, it just i'll like, do it here let me do it let me do it so there's a pot <laughs> yeah. of boiling water and you put the frog in the pot of boiling water and the frog hops out because the water is really hot you put regular room temperature water you put the frog in the frog stays you turn on the burner and it gradually heats up and the frog stays in it until it cooks because it's like it's such a gradual change that it doesn't know that it's it doesn't notice that yeah but (laughs) it is you're french you like eating frogs (laughs) yeah frog legs isn't your last name benoit yeah, but yeah, uh, that yeah, guy. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that guy. <laughs> I'm Dee Peralta, and you're Benoit. So I mean, yeah. Between the two of us, we should be frogs all day long. We got friends. I feel like I don't care what that French. I feel like I don't care what that French up my name too. That guy told me. <laughs> yeah, you're Speaking. right. It's gradual change. Gas is expensive. Yeah, so I think. Yeah, I don't know. So you should go to Costco and get it. It's cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I feel like I'm close, but I'm I'm not quite there. But we'll see. All right, this is the oh, best what's part. It, what's it to you? Like, oh, you already said you're like, oh, like the Prius is like, I'm considering it, and yeah, okay. Yeah, the Prius. I mean, there are free. other vehicles. You could just simply just get another vehicle that isn't the absolute worst. Yeah. So I, get, I gave fuel. I gave Dustin the Echo, and the other day he was just like, "Yo, man, like this thing is so crazy on gas." I was like, "Yeah, I know." He's like, "I filled it up twice." Like in in two months since you've given it to me, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, man, like it's it's hilarious, like because he also mm-hmm. fixed the wheel bearing. Like the entire time I was driving it, like the wheel bearing was like destroying itself, like which obviously is not helping with the with the efficiency. And I was still getting like easily easily over five fifty a tank every time. Like, yeah, and it's like a forty liter tank. Yeah, sure. yeah, it's like ridiculous. <laughs> um, no, my thing was my dad. Was like I'll just give you a Prius. Prius no me. brainer. Uh, no, to me, bro. Like, no. <laughs> well, if you're not saying you have I'll enough, you have enough things in your Prius, life. Man. That's you're five doing by great. I'll put 18s on that thing. Be good to go. Dump it. <laughs> Better fuel uh, efficiency. I mean, the price of Forerunners now compared to when I bought Forerunners is yeah weird. So like yeah, you making money on fifty grand. Yeah, I saw somebody selling like the same, almost like same thing as mine for like thirteen thousand, and I was like, "What the fuck?" But whatever. That's not. Yeah, you basically just got paid to drive your car. <laughs> yeah, 
why you got paid to drive this car around um all right so here's the the moment and we're going to try to do this i'm going to play matt's question motorcycle matt it's a moustache isn't it <laughs> here this one's motorcycle matt hello serial nine and doo-doo logic Some uh, of you guys asked for questions asked for vocalized questions on your last podcast and uh, I love hearing my own voice. So here we are. So the scenario is you've been working in your garage for eight hours. You're working on your car, right? You ordered a bunch of pizza around dinner time, but it's like late into the evening and now you're hungry again. Your hands, they're covered in dirt, grease, blood, possibly feces, because you're a Neanderthal and you're not wearing gloves. You want to eat some pizza, but the bathroom, it's all the way inside the house, and you're lazy. You grab a can of Brake Clean, spray down your hands, because you're a man, and you do man things. The mild stinging of the Brake Clean as it washes over your wounds is a painful reminder of that rusty nut you just busted. You convince yourself that Brake Clean has antiseptic and antibacterial properties as you wipe your hands down on that beautifully plush towel you stole from your girlfriend. You walk over to the pizza box, grab a slice and sink your teeth into that delicious, soft, but somehow crunchy, salty delight. Marveling at the eight hours of work you've put into this piece of shit car that has resulted in- The best part is I still have no clue what the question could be. I know. Could be anything. You decide to scroll through Marketplace while you enjoy a break from being horizontal on the ground. A project car appears. You check the details, and it looks like a goodbye. You contact the seller, set up a meeting for tomorrow. Then you look up. What do you need for breakfast? The parts, no. the tools, and the puddles of various fluids on the ground, both vehicular and human. And you think to yourself. Man, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> so anyways, my question is, is it okay to use brake clean to wash your hands? <laughs> too cool for that now. You guys are too good, right? Serial 9 oh, blew up. We, we got actual soap. And okay. You guys, remember, episodes on soap. you guys asked for this. Don't put it on me. All right. Love you guys. <laughs> You have to play that exact whole thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously. No, I mean, like, with us listening and everything. Yeah, I feel like it has to include the laughing. Yeah, yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll do it. I mean, like, the audio quality of that was was good. It was like like an audible, like, book. Sex chat with Matt. (laughs) All right. I've never never used, I think I might have used brake clean to clean my hands, like, Fuck, I could count it on two hands, man. I don't I don't really like using brake clean to clean my hands. I never really did, whether I was a peasant or not. Uh, I've um, definitely used brake clean. I still I feel like I used it this week. Um <laughs> it just fucks your hands right up. Man. Like I, so yes, I mean, like, yeah, it's like when when your hands are super dirty and it was that exact scenario where it's just like, well, like I just need to get like the this ridiculousness off. 
And then, like in in ten oh, minutes, I'm still oh. gonna go wash my hands with like regular soap, and that'll because he did off. say the bathroom was all the way inside. The bathroom was where you wash your hand. I thought he was saying something like, "Oh, you gotta take a shit, or you gotta go pee, or something." But like, yeah, you gotta wash your hands, so you don't want to go inside. I, I probably just wouldn't do the brake clean. I just eat it with the black fingers. Like, yeah, absolutely. I would probably just wipe especially it pizza because the pizza that's what it's made for, and then you just don't eat the crust. You know. Like yeah, like if I it was would, a burger, I'd st- I'd still eat it with the black hands, but like no, then you're the then end. you're fully eating the bun where you put your fingers on it. Whereas the pizza, you could just not eat the crust. I would just wipe as best I could with the towel and then eat it. I wouldn't even fuck with the brake clean at all. I just yeah, I I wouldn't break wipe the hands. excess grease off and and eat. That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, that's our answer <laughs> because we are Neanderthals. I'd go inside and wash my hands, but you know, whatever. What do I know? Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know if I have any other questions for us. I was very excited. I told Matt that I was awesome. listen to it. wouldn't listen to it until you guys heard it as well. Oh, Is that, that, that was awesome. the first time you heard it? Yeah. I asked him, I'm like, do you want me to listen to it beforehand or no? And he's like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm like, no, I want to hear it the same time they hear it. Yeah. So <laughs> that was the that important was so part. <laughs> oh, so- boy. I, I have something to talk about real quick. Oh, God. Talk about Go sex, baby. <laughs> not what worry. you think, right? Fuck Let's you. talk about you. <laughs> no, talk about all the things. Um, so the Blit, um, I've complained about it a lot. I said, okay, you know what? Fuck this car. Fuck this Toyota shit. Finally like, for sale. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> So I put a different deck in it. I put a, a you know, I had a stock deck or I had, not a stock deck. I had an aftermarket deck. It was an Eclipse. It was older. No Bluetooth, whatever. It worked. I used it with like an adapter for my phone. Wasn't super happy about it, whatever. Anyways, that fucking kind of broke or I kind of smashed it. So then I bought this other head unit. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> all saw the story. S- semantics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It broke. I broke it. Fit of rage. Go on. It's happened. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So I put a different head unit. It's one of these Chinese, like super duper 10 inch screen Android things. Um, so that improved it a bit. Uh, and got that uh the bride seat. Uh what is it? A Bricks 2. So I got a Bricks 2. Um, and then did some drivability tuning uh with Paula with standalone. <laughs> and I gotta say, the car is I wanna say. 75% more enjoyable now with those mods. The, the 75% is, more? Yeah, man. It's it's fucking a different car. Completely. Shit. I hated the stock seats. I hated them. So the seat was is a huge deal. In any car, the seat is a huge deal. So like finally get a seat in it nice and low. The deck's pretty good. It actually sounds better than the previous Eclipse deck. Eclipse deck? Eclipse deck? Eclipse deck did. So that's cool. And I have YouTube in the car and all that stuff, which I never really gave a shit about before, but like I do have it. It's sort of cool. But yeah, like having that mid-range power and the torque and everything, I feel like it's more than it was stock because these cars stock like right out of the box. They're really torquey and they're really like responsive, but like they're really torquey and they're really like punchy in the the mid-range and stuff and the low end. That was the whole BVTI thing. But once you start modding them, they kind of lose a bit of that low and mid-range and then they gain a bit more on top, you know, and then you do the six-speed and then you got to do the AT emulator, whatever, right? And then, so I had a standalone on it. We did the the wide-open throttle tuning and it was like, you know, probably faster than stock, made a little bit more horsepower than stock, but I completely lost 
low mid range because we didn't spend any time at all tuning it. We just did it in the middle of the night and it was like for the gala or whatever. But yeah, so Paulo flashed the ECU just the other day and man, I was like, yo, what the fuck did you do? Because this car is like completely different to drive. Like first gear, I mean, it is a bit wet these days and I got snow tires on it, but first gear, like you cannot get on the throttle at all in first gear. Second gear, same thing. Like anything over 20% lights up the tires. So I'm like, yo, this thing is like, so enjoyable to drive like and yeah so anyways uh just need the steering and stuff now and it's gonna be fun so and also i did some drifting in it in the snow so that like you know got a bit more accustomed to the chassis and and uh handling but yeah i do like the car now a bit more sick so that's my that's my thing (laughs) enough to drive it at final boat I mean, if that's the car I'm driving, that's the car I'm driving. But like, I really, really don't want to smash up that car. That's my street car. I, I don't want to be fixing it. Like, I, I really don't want to be fixing that car. But like, to put a Jay Z together in a in that other car, it, I'd have to work on it a lot in order to get it done. What about a K series? In what? <laughs> in the stage yet? No. <laughs> no. Just put it in for five. I mean, I right? love Hondas and everything. And I love Just put it no, in for five. I, I don't know fucking four cylinder turbo <laughs> bullshit. No, thanks. I take a V8 or a, or a turbo six. I mean, you already got the Jay Z. It's just sitting there doing I know. Nothing. Exactly. I just got to put it in. And collecting like, dust. Yeah, it sure is collecting dust. Should be collecting money. Then you're certainly <laughs> you, not if, fucking drifting to final. Bar. All right, guys. So oh, yeah. uh, thanks for writing in with your questions. Big yeah. shout out to Matt uh, for the voice note. That was fun. Uh, that was that fun. Was cool. Uh, yeah, thanks to everyone for their questions. We always appreciate those. So keep those coming. Uh, and then we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Peace see out. you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Serial Podcast 9.